You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. tiempo llegó? Mm. Little Hendrix Gin for the rainy day schedule. Oh, oh that's nice. delicious. Bye-bye, Jen. <laughs> All right. Nice. Aquí estamos. Yeah. Aquí estamos in the place to be. The place to be. All right. Another episode of Evo Brown, the saddest Mexican. Oh, compita chicle! Welcome back. Yes, welcome. Thank back. you for having me. Educated minds in the house. Well, yeah, I'm yeah. gonna drop the plural because it's just That's one. Right. It's just one. It's just you. Nah, it's both of us. It's <laughs> both no, of us. There's no plural. It's just it's just you. Um, welcome back. Rainy day programming. What is it? April 9th? eighth, ninth, tenth. Actually, Fuck, bro. April tenth. Yeah, April tenth. We're about twenty five to 28 days deep into this shelter at home complete shutdown yeah i lost st- track and we're still doing fine you know we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're muscling through this we're learning as we go it's all new to everybody but as promised for better or for worse aquí estamos with another episode of emo brown brought yeah. to you by the lovely folks at the balboa avenue dispensary and their partners the miso healthy company organic cbd i've been getting a a lot of requests on what I'm eating with that or the edibles. And I'm like, bro, these edibles are fucking me up. Estoy, I, I ain't about that life. It's it's, it's kidding me, man. But yeah. I'm going to be about that life because I'm going <laughs> to live up to that. my sponsorships and those marketers and the advertisers for our, our program. Um, I did a Instagram live. Algo diferente, güey. It, it was weird. I missed it, man. Dude, you, I'm, I'm going to tell you, you didn't miss nothing. <laughs> so, so what I did is I just went on to the... Um, I went on to the Emo Brown Instagram that Glasses and, my sh- and myself share. And I told him, I said, yo, bro, I'm going to go on here. Um, let me know if you want to go on. We can go like, I think it's a split screen. Wait, nunca lo ha hecho. This was completely new, completely different. I was like, fuck, I see everybody doing it. Like, will anybody watch if we fucking do it? And uh, so, yeah, I went on yesterday at 8 p.m. We called it the Emo Brown virtual happy hour. I just had some whiskey with me. And yeah, people started logging on. I turned that bad boy yeah. on. I went to finish brushing br- the Jackson's teeth before I set him to bed. Y regresé. Ya había gente esperando, wey. Poured my little drink. Whoop nice. woo. Said, what's up, everybody? Started talking about Patreon and and um, like what we're offering. We got some cool things. I got a hat for you. Nice. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, like a chuchita dog. Yes. We have a, a nice lid, the Emo Brown hat that we'll be giving out to the uh, social club members. And then everybody else gets the... Uh, the patches, some stickers, and an, <laughs> la mamada, an autograph eight by four. What is it? A five by seven uh, picture of glasses in me. <laughs> After we were just talking shit about the commission painting, <laughs> I'm gonna drop you with that one. Autographed. Um, but yeah, so the the premise or the purpose of doing that was just like I've never done it before. Y la meraneta, I wanted to see what it was about. Yeah. Like, and now I kind of understand how it works. You can bring somebody on. Like, if somebody says, "Hey, I want to be on there," they'll request, and then you hit yes, and um. I brought them on 
And you switch with them though, or are there? It, it goes from just you? me or you on the screen alone individually to you and somebody else. You know, so basically you're the DJ and you possess the power. Whom the phone lines are lighting up. I can't almost aceptar. Ping, Chicle from Paradise Hills. What's cracking? And then yeah, so I brought like people on, and it was split screen, and you can see everything. And I feel like that was the better flow. Yeah, es otro pedo aquí, like dropping this podcast, recording it. It's like it, it's it's not easy, but it's become a little bit more second nature. Like I have no problem just like talking. I could talk a lot, bro. Like I, that's one of my strengths and weaknesses. I don't know when to shut the fuck up, but the good thing is I can keep I can keep the conversation flowing. And when I listen to podcasts, that's like my one like um pet peeve or, or critique mm -hmm. on other podcasts. I'm like, oh, I don't like that. It, it has no rhythm. It has no flow. Yeah. You know, it's almost like a cadence when I when I when I do these podcasts. Like I want to be in that mix in that flow, like kind of going. So I make sure I can do that. But when you're doing it on the Instagram live. Because like you're just looking at people who are chiming in and dropping little comments and and then just kind of like pop in and uh, Chicle has joined. Glasses has joined, you know, like and and that making comment. Too, yeah. As, so, as and that was I was like, right? I was reading the comments and like and I, I just have to learn how to format it better for like just to keep it more entertaining. It was the first one. First one done. Sass. I'll do it again. Maybe once a week just to kind of generate. But yeah, I wanted to use it as a platform to keep people posted on what we're doing. What's yeah. going on? How has the quarantine been treating you? What have you done lately? You know, like shit like that. Yeah. So stay tuned for more of those. It was kind of fun, but awkward That's as awesome. fuck. Well, I imagine too, seeing that you're on video and people can actually see you, I think changes the game. Too. And all you see is yourself, bro. It's not like you can <laughs> oh, see really? them. You're, you're looking at like I had my phone set up and I'm looking at my phone because that's where the comments and everything is. But it's just me looking down at like the comments so you see what people are seeing yeah oh damn and i look goofy yeah. as fuck bro <laughs> <laughs> oh man so yeah. that's why i feel like the conversation was better when somebody was with me on the video you yeah. know so um like el, el bachelor alex was on there shot nice. the shit with him um and then a bunch of people said oh we were trying to get on there it was my first time i didn't even know how to do it bro like if it it would start blinking i said okay yeah accept and then i would go like that so I got to work on that. Maybe do some practice runs. Yeah, there you I'm go. I'm expecting you to come on that next time, bro. So I'm I gonna missed you know. it. I was on there at 8. Uh -huh. I checked. There was nothing up yet. And then I don't know what I started doing. That I came back <sighs> and it was like, oh, it ended. You didn't miss nothing. The I was attention, like, what the, the hell? attention span. That's what it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You didn't miss anything. It was it was, it was was legitimately a, a, try, a, a dry run. Imagínate preparándote para el pinche Spartan race. Oof. And then you get hit with a virtual race instead. <laughs> so that's what yesterday was. It was a virtual race. It was a virtual race for the, the little Instagram live. Nice. Pero aquí estamos, champion. Welcome back. Yeah. How have you been doing? What's the word in Paradise Hills? Yeah, man. We've been good. Staying busy at home with the wife and kids. Playing a lot of games. Um, I don't know if I said, it th this, said this the last time I was here, but definitely feeling like I know my kids way better, you know, like their personality. I feel like we've bonded so much more than before. And I think outside of everything, that's probably the biggest appreciation I have is that we've spent time together. And that's a beautiful you know, thing. Like, like really. Yeah. And just to, to realize and acknowledge like going to work, dropping them off at school, coming home, taking them to basketball practice. There's very little time that we actually like legit interact. Because look at it. Imagine 
this, what's going on right now, we may never get another opportunity where everything around us, they put it on hold. Yeah. You know what? Time out. You're not going to work. We're going to shut this down. We're going to shut that down. It's like, take advantage of this time, man. Yeah. You know? And, and, I, and I'm slowly um, getting better at it because I tengo ADD. I, I always have like a lot of shit going on that I, I get pulled. And wifey's biggest gripe with me is like, that is like, like you give everything to everyone else and mm. projects that you're working on. It's like, yeah. I just want you to reciprocate that kind of energy here at home. And there's like no worse thing to hear as a husband yeah. or as a dad. And I'm like, oh, yeah. fuck. But yeah, like if it's one thing wifey does is cut to the core of me. <laughs> but yeah. I think that's why we have the partners and ladies that are in our lives, like our wives, because they know us inside and out and there's no faking yeah. the funk with them. Absolutely. So right now during this shutdown of everything, it's like you said, bro, it's like take advantage of the time. I'm seeing personality traits in my kids that I've never seen before, bro. You know, like we were talking a little bit before we started the show about competitiveness, you know? Yeah. I'm going to let you talk about your son first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I was telling you, um, my son's gotten really into wrestling lately. And we have that WWE uh, video game. And man, I can't beat him. Like he's just too good. His little fingers are too fast for me. <laughs> um, and I was saying that, you know, lately he's starting to rub it in. Talk a little bit of shit, Add laugh, Add get hint. up, get Add up from hint. his couch and come over to Ooh. mine and get in my face, start dancing. And, and it, you know, I'm competitive too. I know where he gets it from. Uh-huh. But it got to the point one day where, where even mom told him like, hey, don't get in your dad's face. And, and as I heard that, I was thinking like, man, that's such a good thing for him to know. Like, you know, it's all cool. It's fun and games. I, I know. But when you're competing with kids your own age, or even for us as adults, you know, if I start rubbing it in, getting in someone's face, it's never, it might not end too well for me, yeah. you know, or the other person, whatever. Um, but I know, I, I was just kidding, just joking. <laughs> but I think just that idea, you know, of like he's learning and how cool that I get to be there with him. And then also give him those wins, you know, because I see how he's, you know, growing in his confidence and just his personality's coming out and he wins and he's happy and you know what can i do for you what can i help you with mom i love you Uh and and just like chatting it up so it's cool you know and i think just the opportunity though to see that and actually have time to play with him because just like you were saying i feel i'm always busy doing something and i think that's been the biggest thing um and almost like calling myself out, mm-hmm. you know, everything that I do, how can I, as you said, reciprocate yeah. that for and the it, family? And it's hard. And it's hard. And then, I mean, and, and wife is going to be like, it's an excuse. And then, and it's not, and I guess it is technically an excuse because, you know, yeah. I tell her, it's like, I have people that I have to look out for as employees, as staff, as people I work with, you know, it's like people that I got to make sure I'm providing to get done. So I, my, my, my focus when I'm on that, it's like, I'm on that. It's like whether it's payroll, whether it's freaking scheduling, whether it's just creating a game plan and, you know, making sure our business model is working, doing the right thing. So it's like when I'm in it, I'm in it. I'm too focused and I don't let anything in. And then that's when the bad shit happens where it's like, fuck, I'm neglecting my, yeah. you know, like well, my, my obligations as a dad, as a husband, just like as a family member. So, yeah, I mean, I've gotten a lot better because yeah. obviously the shutdown is the shutdown. You know, we're not fully operational. You're doing most of your things, obviously, right now, what, home, virtually? Pretty much, yeah. Right. So you are a vice principal? Yeah. Recuerdanos. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vice principal, assistant principal. Uh, we call it dean of students at my school. Damn, that's fancy, bro. Uh, I know dean it sounds good, students. right? Hey, guys, I'm the dean of students. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds better. Um, but that's what I do. Um, you know, schools are shut down. So I got to go to school for a few hours the other day to hand out laptops to families that need them. Um, so that was cool to see kids in person and just So the kids came them. to school? They came to school, nice. but we had them scheduled uh-huh. so that we never had more than one or two on site. And then there was just two people of staff. So we can't have, you know. That's a break in the monotony for the family, for the kids. Though. Yeah. That's good. That's and, good. And, and, and that's, they're taking a laptop home. Right. And that's what I got to see is like, man, like, when can we come back? You know, and kids are really? like, nice. you could tell they don't really like coming to school. Uh-huh. But then now with all of this, I, I think for all of us, we're just appreciating things in a different way. Right. Yeah. But also just for them to see a familiar face and check in with them and say, what's up? How you doing? Reach out if you need anything. That was really nice. But outside of that, everything's been via email and the the zoom uh i'm, I'm pretty sure everyone's familiar with Dude, that by invest now. in zoom bro <laughs> right damn um but that's it and you know um it's been interesting because at home i'm dad i'm an artist making drawings almost every day i try to make something but then the professional side as an educator just thinking about my kids and or our students and how are they coping how are they dealing because the more you reach out, the more you see how families are, are dealing with this in a in a very real way, whether yeah. it's financially or, or health-wise. They have family that got it. And, you know, it's all this stuff that I don't have to yeah. worry about and don't think about because my kids are good. Yeah. But what about those kids that, that don't aren't. have both yeah. parents or that don't have parents getting a check? And, you know, it's, it's been, I don't know, man, I, I get caught up in my, my own head about it, but... Just trying to, I guess the way I've been seeing it is if I keep producing art and putting it out there, it might bring a little bit of light and joy to somebody. Um, So that's my contribution. That's the human side. The human side of all this going on is like, obviously, it's been layers, bro. It's been different different, um, phases as this has unfurled. It's like, first was like panic. Yeah. I need toilet paper. TP. Yeah. Why? Why the fuck do I need a toilet paper? I don't know. Because my neighbor just came home from Costco with like 140 yeah. packs of toilet paper. I need toilet paper. Once that shit faded, I think it faded. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe people are still buying a shit ton of toilet Costco paper. Costco has toilet paper again. <laughs> We're all good again. Um, It's like now it's like, okay, adapt. Okay. We, we went through the panic. Now we're adapting to everything that's changing. Because honestly, there's new regulations, new rules every day, every hour sometimes. Like now we got to do this. Now we can't do that. Get ready because this is also coming. So we're adapting. Now it's almost like complacency. It's like, all right, cool. We've adapted. Yeah. Now it's become like routine. Right. Monotonous. Get up. Zumba on the, the freaking computer or your laptop virtually. Hang out with the kids. Breakfast. Study time. Outdoor time. Study time. Lunch. So like, I feel like right now we are in that routine. We've yeah. adjusted to the, the new normal. You know, like the new normalcy is where we're at right now. And I'm just feeling like, fuck, there's going to be an, another shoe that's going to drop. Like, I don't know how many feet this motherfucker has, but I feel like another shoe is going to drop. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, yeah. And then the next one's going to be like, now what? And I think the next one's going to be like, all right, guys, like we've been shut down until April 30th, June. You know, I, I feel like they're going to keep pushing it, keep pushing it. Like, that's cool. Whatever. We were talking about this earlier when we were upstairs. It's like a part of me is like, fuck, 
don't do like this, like pussyfooting around the situation. Like grab it by the neck, put it down, and let's do that. And by that, like, it, I mean, shut us down completely. Like everybody, you know, like give people yeah. an opportunity. Like, hey, you got like three, four days before we go radio silent, like for two weeks. Everybody, the country doesn't move. Nothing is operational. Um, like we were talking about rents, mortgages, utilities are going to be kept up and non-existent for those two weeks. Non-existent meaning you don't have to pay for them. It's going to, you know, it's going to be just taken care of for you. Two weeks shut down. That calms everything down. A, yeah. a state of like martial law, I guess, because I don't know if you're going to have to like have coppers or National Guard on the streets enforcing this, but just like an understanding because I think everybody wants to get back to normal yeah. previous normal life. Yeah. Whereas like you do with, you know, a little bit of a freedom, your liberties. Right now it's like I feel like got to give up a little bit of your liberties in order to get them all back, you know? Yeah. So the opportunity cost of us getting back to normal is going to be us giving up a chunk of our shit right now for a couple of weeks. But if that's what it takes to kill this or minimize this or kind of get an understanding of this, it's fucking, let's do it, bro. Because this yeah. is working, but it's working slow. And we might have to keep drawing it out and drawing it out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that would be the only way Right, for people to not feel stressed out or, or needing to leave their home. Yeah. If they knew they didn't have to pay their bills. Yeah. You know, but if you put that on people pause, already do. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, I think that's what should happen. But then we have so many folks that think this isn't real. Like this ain't happening because it's not happening to them yeah. or anyone they know. They don't know Hasn't anybody. So it's not true. Yeah. If I don't see it, it's not happening. Yeah. And so I think that's part of our problem, right? Is people that keep going out. Yeah. And then they get sick and yeah. it's like, oh, shoot. Yeah. I was talking now to what? Estela last week and Estela was telling me about her parents. And to an extent, my my dad is like the last man standing in, in our like circle about like, ah, he's retired like a few years. So we got to keep him busy. He mows like the whole family's lawn, the property's lawns. He goes around, and it's like a handyman. So I was like, hey, homie, like, you really want to do something? I need a fence, like, close up in the back and the pinchy, the, the tree house. But, it, like, like, now, barely, I feel like it's penetrated him. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like, oh, the other day, it was like, amigo, agarrame este pedazo de madera para ponerle aquí el con el martillo. Like, homeboy. It's like, relax, bro. It's like, one, you don't have to rush this little project. And two, I can't, I just came out here to see if you needed, like, a beer or some water. Like, like yeah. we can't just be like back to normal right now. So right now we got to chill and just like, and I feel bad because I, I I know my dad just wants to hang out and and yeah. when he when he's done and he's like okay mijo ya me voy a la casa like I'll toss him a beer I'll have a beer we'll go in the front he'll hang out like a, a ways away and I'll be on the porch and we'll just like you know shoot the shit like normal, but it's like, fuck there are people like that there's that are worse you know like they legitimately yeah. don't give a fuck and they're just out and about like there's cats I work with at UPS and I've seen there. Um, them go through the different phases like this is bullshit this ain't real this ain't happening I don't see it to now motherfucker show up face mask gloves yeah. I'm like ¿Qué pasó, papito? all of a sudden he's like no bro it's real my tía I remember it's like I told you I mean it's like when it comes to these that, days you gotta be careful and that's what sucks right like uh, it, it takes that for you to yeah like oh shit I mm -hmm. should and I think to me you know I, I understand what's going on I have my own thoughts about it but the more I take care of myself and my kids and my wife, 
I think for me, like you said earlier, is the sooner that we could go back to yeah. our, what our life used to be. But I'm wondering, like, is it going to go back to that? Because I'm talking to a family that works from home, and man, like, they're so efficient. They're getting their work done a lot faster because they're not distracted from the, you know, the person on the desk next to them. And so I'm wondering, like, are companies going to see something of, like, they're saving overhead? Yes. And Hell people yes. are doing work quicker? Yeah. Yes. Why change that? What about like, I guess tell pelo, bro. It's like there's gonna be businesses that are gonna become non-essential anymore. So today's Friday, and Friday at the house, like last Friday we had a little uh, uh, a camp, a camp out in la in la pinchi sala in the living room. Bro. You know, we brought a little tent out, nice. and and we you know we laid comforters down and blankets down. So me and the boys, we watched a movie because I like I, I feel bad for YVA. Like I, we were talking about this. I have my six to seven hour reprieve a day going to work. And right now we're working a lot at UPS. It's nonstop. So it's like I get that time to like be disgruntled, talking cabronado, working at looking at boxes and like, motherfucker, you ain't going to use this treadmill and then just being all buttered. But it's a moment away from everything, you know, for me. Wifey's yeah. in it, bro. She's like stuck in it. And I, and I don't want to make it sound like stuck in it because that's, that's our family and we have obligations and those are our roles right now. But it's like we need personal space. So I'm yeah. grateful that I have that personal space. So yeah. when I'm at home, I try to do as much as I can, even though I know it's nowhere near enough. But like on Fridays, I said, okay, boom, let mama go to the room and, yeah. and watch her TV shows or eat her cereal in, in a room. So like, don't bother her. We're going to watch movies and we're going to hang out and have like a camp out in the living room. Boom, boom, boom. It was awesome. Did it last week. They loved it. So this week, um, we have comprar unas pizzas at left at lefty's pizzas in north park grab them oh, the damn. shit and uh <laughs> a movie the trolls comes out i guess yeah and and the trolls um is gonna be available for like on demand so i was like fuck why am i gonna pay eight to twelve dollars uh, a head going to a fucking theater in the future eight to twelve dollars is probably a like a, a under understatement i'm probably like yeah. undercutting the that's no, just the to norm. get in yeah so it's like why the fuck moving forward would i do that if these on-demand streaming services are gonna offer me the same opportunity to stay at home order the movie probably like for ten dollars i think it was or eight dollars yeah bitch i'm gonna do that at home bye bye movie theaters you know like and and it's true i was reading something like amc said we can't withstand this much time no. so we're probably not gonna come back in the way that you guys are accustomed to and i'm like all right that sucks but I'm yeah. with it. I, I'm kind of like about that. Like we're homebodies, bro. Like I don't know about yeah. you, but it's like I spend so much time. Like ah, my brain is just like diminished at the end of the day. It's like I just want to be at home. Yeah. If I can order movies that are new and just hang out and keep the kids and the family at home and watching is like boom, success. So for sure, that's one thing that's gonna go away. Yeah. Gyms. I don't know. People seem to be ordering a lot of gym equipment. So it's like our gyms oh, gonna really? bro. No mom is like legit. Ten. To fifteen, like uh, treadmills or rowing machines or fucking a day, bro, <laughs> a day. You so. know, and, and that's. I mean, that sucks for you all, right? Having to move that. Nah, bro, it's job all. security. I'll take it. It's fine. I'll take that's it. That's true too. You know, they but I'm the, I'm thinking too. Does this mean that as a as a country or as a society, like maybe worldwide, like are we gonna get healthier because of this? Because I know through all all of this, we've been cooking at home every day is there you know and like i've lost weight i was a little worried uh-huh. but i lost a little a little yeah. bit of weight no more mcdonald's and not like this. been training for that spartan race they got pushed back thankfully 
Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm up to three pull-ups now. Damn, that's a couple maybe, that's, five, that's, maybe five now. Shit, that's six more than me. Bro. I can't do a fucking pull-up. <laughs> so that's the thing, right? Like, how do we all take advantage of this to get better, get stronger, yep. get wiser? Yep. Like, whatever you want to sharpen in, get mm-hmm. better at, like, that. now's the time. And you have to, man. I mean, getting healthier is one way to avoid going through all of the secondary effects of getting this fucking virus, bro. Like, yeah. healthy people in general are, you know, going to withstand this. They might get sick, but you'll get through it. So it's like, if you can lose weight or if you can do more at home. Yeah. Yeah. The, times yeah, are yeah. the side projects at yeah. home have been on it. Food. We've been on it. So it's like, fuck, I take advantage of the time. This is a once in our lifetime opportunity. Hopefully, hopefully there's not another fucking right. virus that comes out, and then it's like, oh, yeah. but at least now it's like right now this is the only time this is will ever happen to us where we can just put everything on hold, hang out with the family at home, work yep. on yourself, work on things you want to work on, get good. What have you been working on? Yeah, I know you're you're an artist, but is there anything outside of the, like your comfort zone that you've been trying um, to do or what? Honestly, I think. The most that I've been doing is drawing and drawing things that I've been that I had been wanting to do. And I'm very impatient, like restless. You know, I want to do things and I want to do them fast. And I think this has allowed me to slow down, take my time, do the drawings that I've been wanting to and, and just spend hours doing it. You know, so while the kids are watching something, I'll sit there next to them with my little table, my like my light table, and I'm just drawing and, and talking to them. You know, so I've really been pushing myself in that way. Um, I don't think I've I've really done anything out of my comfort zone. So that's a, a nice challenge for yeah, myself. But just doing more for myself, you yeah, know. Bueno taking care of myself i think she was so selfish someone, think about your family <laughs> <laughs> no but like that's what it is right like i've been you know we busted out the bikes we brought them over from my parents house and you know been bike riding with my daughter like uh-huh. she's so into it um and so little things like that that i'd been for a long time oh i'm gonna go get the bike so we can start doing it and finally bueno. i did it and it's like all she wants to do now you know, if it hadn't rained today, I'm sure she would have woke me up like, let's go around the block again. And that's her thing. You know, so little things like that, that I, I man, like I, I mean, I'm excited for the future, but I'm also bummed like, damn, like all this time that we could have been doing, yeah. that. you know, or even like meeting up with family that our kids miss that live up in Visalia. We did that for a few hours the other night. And at the end of it, my wife was like, man. Why haven't we ever done that and, and before? That's, and that's one way of looking at it. Right. Or like, fuck yeah, let's start doing this now. Yeah. You know, it's all like, the time. Yeah, you can, you can be like, ah, well, we had to go all this time that we haven't done this. Oh, we're yeah. just wasted opportunities. Like, no, 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 no. This is a new opportunity to kind of create new traditions, yep. create a new routine, you yeah. know? So I'm all about that. Hell you know? yeah. And we were talking about like the, the, the human side of it earlier, like what you're seeing at school with your students and their families on like how it's affecting them directly and now indirectly like you feel. Same thing, man. I mean, we can't help everybody, you know? Yeah. You got to help those, I guess, who you see in, um, wait, at, at its like minimum, like minimalist scale, like at the bottom for me, it's like, shit, the, the paletero man, bro. Like the paletero man is still grinding. Like, you yeah. know, he's, he's still out there every night. He still do it right now with the rain, not as much, but he has legitimately been out there like around five o'clock every night. And the boys and I are usually outside 
throwing the ball around, hanging out in the treehouse, and we hear the little kring, 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 yeah. kring. And even the littlest dude, I could man, I could man. <laughs> I'm like, all right, cool. So, like, I told wife, he's like, do you have any cash? Do you want to yeah. listen? It's like, I don't want to, you know, give my kids fucking ice cream and this, that every every day. But I told him, you know, this dude is fucking grinding. Like, I've talked to him now. Yeah. He's my homie. Like, we, I see him all the time. Like, I've always seen the paletero man, but now, like, the paletero man is, oh, shit. He's a friend, you know, like now I I know who he is. He's yeah. an acquaintance. I know his dramas. I know his hustle. He's like, I get up, I go park my car or the van and I, and I, you know, set up the cart and I go, I do my routine. He's like, it's been good and it's been bad. It's been bad because obviously people at first were like, eh, the phases, you know, fucking panic, fucking adapt, yeah. fucking normalize. So right now he's like, it's good. You know, people are slowly coming out and we know the precautions it takes. So they're buying again. And he's like, more people are buying. And, and he's like, and I know why it's because they see me hustling out here and they probably yeah. feel bad. And it's like, bro, yeah, like I see you on your hustle. And I'm like, fuck. But then no one's as fortunate as us, as all of us. Yeah. You know, it's like we we obviously we put in work, we put in time to get to what we're doing. Right. And what's not to say he hasn't either. Unfortunately, currently, that's his hustle. And without yeah. with everyone being on shutdown, his hustle gets affected. Right. So I told why he's like, you know what? Like if he comes, I'm buying something, you know? But I'm yeah. not buying the fucking uh, the 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 takis anymore with the the bean- oh, no bro. If, the I haven't eaten that shit in so long that it fucked my stomach up, bro. Like for the last two days, my stomach's just oh, been weird, like ouch. bad. And I was like, I used to love this, man. This was like a steady part of my. It was a staple yeah, in my diet, them. bro. I never got into them. I love spice and chile, tol pedo, yeah. and it's just now that I've like removed that type of uh food from my diet it yeah, i had a little bit it just fucked yeah. me up bro but i'm still gonna go out there and buy the kids get them pinchy the, they like the big ass uh ice cream sandwiches yeah. um, and all of that i'm like bro like here man it's not a lot and i'm but it's what i can do you know for you like i, I can yeah. buy like these three ice creams from the kids like and here keep the rest for change it's like thanks bro so it's like i see them he sees me and like I'll, I'll do what I can if I can. If not, yeah. he understands. And the good thing is, I see everybody else in our little neighborhood. Yeah, like the paletero man is coming, and kids just vroom, jet to the uh, to their fucking yard fence, and they're like, "Aquí, aquí!" And yeah, like, so I'm like, "All right, cool." I'm like, "Awesome." One, normalcy, you know. Yeah. Two, he's still he's still etching out his fucking living, you know. Yeah. And three, you, you your human side, you feel a little bit like satisfied, like fuck. Yeah. I can't do this on a large scale, but the little I can do. I see the effects like firsthand. Yeah. Like, okay, el compita, el paletero man, like boom. He sold this. I know like I'm I'm helping him bring food to his home. Everybody in our community, like by buying, is helping this guy, putting money in his pocket. You know, it's like you're not going to the Rite Aid and buying ice cream and you're fucking feeding corporate America, a big corporation, whatever. It's like, no, bro, you're helping my Juan. Like you're helping Juan. And yeah. Juan has taken that cash and he's going to like fucking buy more product and what's left over, he's going to fucking provide for his family. Yep. So for me, it's like, all right. And I tell wife, he's like, it doesn't matter what it is. The motherfucker could have been selling fucking socks, you know? <laughs> but if I see my dude out here hustling, selling socks, fuck, I'm going to have a new pair of socks every day. Sneehives. You know, it's whatever it takes. Yeah. Well, and, and I think number four to your list is the memories you're creating for your kids, you know, and like all those neighborhood <coughs> kids. Because that's, I, I think that's how I'm trying to think of things. And, you know, like you said earlier, not to be critical of, of what it was in the past, but to appreciate like this new opportunity to continue and to build. And 
And I say it too for anyone out there that like maybe holding back, like, oh, well, I didn't do it. Why am I going to start now? Like, nah, start now, you know, because we all could change. And I think the, the biggest way I've seen this or, or, or for myself is how am I going to be different from the person I was before this shit hit? And there better be you know, a better like, I have to bro. be different, there right? There better like, be, be different change. people now. And yeah. hopefully like a better version, you know, so taking care of ourselves, creating new memories, starting new routines. Like you challenged me earlier, like what are you doing different too that, that's out of your comfort zone? Like there's definitely things that I, that I can think of that I want to do. So like what's stopping me? Right. And like one of the things that I not mentioned time. earlier, <laughs> not yeah. time, not anymore. Like That's playing what, the bass, man. Yeah. I've been handling that, that, uh, what's his songster. Yeah. Looking at the tab, uh-huh. trying to play. And I Do see, it. I see posts and uh-huh. then I get excited. Okay. I can play that song too. Yeah, man. But. And I think that's been helpful for me is like having that that text thread or that that group chat in Instagram. Like, man, it makes me laugh. I was driving home from work. Stuff. It's I, so much fun. I feel because I was driving home from work and I was like, this shit sounds lame and very fucking like elementary. But this little group chat that we have, the, the little Emo Brown like social club group chat that we have, is pretty fucking cool. You know, it's yeah. like because it's other adult males that. We're all family guys. We all have kids. We all have responsibilities. Again, all of us have our own situation and issues that we're we're going with. But it's like in there, it's like a it's like a it's like a bulletin board of shit that we can just throw off and like you know, it's like yeah. I can't some of the shit that we talk about on there. I can't talk about with like the kids, bro. No. You know, or like family. It's like <laughs> it's dumb shit, man. It's like <laughs> like oh yeah, look at this. It's yeah. like we, we we can't do that. And I feel like in order to remain sane and and normal yeah. quote unquote is like we got to have that group of we're fucking fortunate that we have that little group because we're all new to each other you know like i feel like when we started that the the corona shit it was the rona was barely like in its infancy stage here in, in the yeah. u.s like it was very new we we're still like living careless whatever like ah a que sabe eso deja probar eso pasame esto hugging la la yeah. la that shit might all be gone when when the fucking <laughs> when the haze clears you yeah. know but like currently it's like fuck i just seen like all of us become like friends you know like, like our, our relationships have grown within that little group chat and Absolutely. like i don't know how many other group chats you're in but I have this group chat, and then we have our jujitsu group chat, you know. Nice. So I'm like, all right, cool. But uh, you know, this was the one I connect to the most because, yeah. like, we all have things in common. The other group chats, there's like dudes that are 18, 19, and like fucking 60, and then I'm like, nah, like this is more my my range, like yeah. you know, like the 30 somethings and the 40 somethings, like boom, right there. Those are the people that are on the same path that that I'm on or striving to be in, you know. Yeah. So thank you, Chicle, for being a part of that. Yeah, being man. part of my outlet. <laughs> thank you, thank you for including me. Fuck. Man. I think, man, like if y'all aren't on some kind of group chat with somebody, like Get start on one because it. it it does give you that that mental break, mm-hmm. you know. Because I'll be like, I'll go to the next room, check. F- get caught up on what's on there sometimes there's a ton of messages that i missed but just like it, it gives you a little break yeah and man i've had so much fun like one day i was crying laughing <laughs> i think we were talking about like old beverages from when we were younger and <laughs> we talked about man, some dumb shit on there bro me, it took me back and i just couldn't stop laughing most of the things we talk stuff. about are the ones are like the premise of what we talk about here on the actual podcast oh, it's just nice. like it's like okay i i finally go in there like i can't yeah. with glasses all right all right we can talk about that you know yeah. we're geeks but we all have like um like a crafty side like an yeah. artistic side like each one of us in that group like brings something new to yeah. some of us and different to all of us to the table 
You know, like you're an artist, Jordan's artist, everyone's like a business owners. You know, everybody has this. Then I'm like, all right, cool. Like this is the kind of group I feel comfortable associating with as a dad, yeah. as an adult, as a family guy. You know, mm -hmm. like because ultimately it's like I want to be a part of something that'll make me. You, know, you said a fucking better person. You're like, how can yeah. I become a better dad? Maybe Chiclet does something that I can learn from. Maybe Glasses has something that I can learn from. Maybe your profit. Maybe fucking Vic. You know, like everybody. You can learn a little something from anybody. So if you don't come out of this fucking shelter in place, quarantine changed for the better. Yeah. Fuck, even for the worse, just change. I think you might <laughs> well, be doing it wrong. Maybe not for the worse. How can though? you change for the worse? I maybe don't you know. become. Well, they could, bro. Yeah. Like one thing that's been bumming me out is the liquor stores. I mean, you know, I, I drink, but. I wonder about the folks who are taking care of, themse of themselves by drinking more than they did before, yeah. you know, and I think that's one way that it could be worse, you know, but that said, like we all need our break and that's why I think it's so important to have a group that you yeah. can check in with, yeah. people to check in on you. Um, I've been blessed to have that. And, and I think for me, my partner, you know, Selena is always on me and, and checking in, making sure I'm okay. Tell me to wash my hands, fucking leave your shoes outside, yeah, yeah. take a shower, like all this. Do we have the same stuff. wipe, bro? Do we have the same like, wipe? Damn, girl, calm down. But, you know, like it helps. Yeah. It helps. And yes. I think that it's also who she is, uh -huh. you know, and, and it makes her feel good and, and that she's doing her thing too. Yeah. So. Just get people around you. And I think one friend that told me the best piece of advice is surround yourself with people or set the bar for yourself in the people you surround yourself with. You know, so Agreed. everyone around me should be doing something that either I want to do yes, or, sir. or want to do better. Yeah. I want to be like them. And not in a like comparing yourself to them, but just some goals for yourselves, you know. And I, I think I've actually subconsciously like that's happened for me and maybe that's like what you put out into the universe and that's right? weird because we we've i've talked about that shit a lot on this podcast before it's you know it's like i feel like subconsciously you are the sum of the people that you hang out with you know yeah. like you're probably gonna be more like the five people you hang out with the most than anybody else you know like even family and it's true so like i always like harp on it to the point it's like fuck ya caete los about like getting rid of the toxic shit in your life bro absolutely and it's like now is the time to do that too you know it's Hell like yeah. and, and you do and like i'm just sitting back i'm like fuck what do i gain from that relationship like yeah. nothing bro like if anything i'm usually bummed out or i come back out in a sour mood or like all fucking negative like i don't want that you know like that, i yeah. got i gotta get myself out of that situation and if it means like cutting people out then fuck it we're gonna cut people out but i'm always harping on that on the podcast it's like Surround yourself with the people you want to be like. And yeah, you, you said maybe not compare, but yeah, fuck, I would say compare, bro. Like, you got to compare. Like, Chicla does this. I don't. What do I have to do to, like, get to what he's doing? Like, I, I can create, like, a little list for myself. Or I got to do this. I yeah. got to obviously work on this to better my, my this attribute. Or I got to do this to fucking take this one higher. And it's like, fuck, I'm, I'm about that comparison. Yeah. yeah. Healthy comparison. Not right. Like, and I know, think that's the difference, right? Uh -huh. Healthy comparison because you're you're building towards yeah. something, not like chopping it like, down. Oh, man. Well, Steve, Steve does this. Like, oh, man, I suck. You know, it, I, I'm not, I can't, I'm not good enough. I'm, yeah. You got to get out of that. Negative self-talk. Yeah, I think, and I think culturally, like we're really good yeah. at that, man. Cutting ourselves down <laughs> because it, it started with Carrilla, right? Yeah. You grew up with Carrilla. You did good. Ooh, presumido. Yeah. You did bad. Ooh, ya yeah, maleta. Chivato les <laughs> yeah like there's always something and and i saw it as an educator 
you know, best friends. The kid's doing a final presentation, big chunk of his grade. He's up there. He breaks out some some of his soccer medals, you know, and he had competed in a lot of tournaments, championships. He starts breaking them out, and his best friend, ooh, presumido. And immediately uh, the kid just shut down, you know, put his medals down, ended his presentation like three minutes short. <gasps> and my my teaching partner and I at the time, like we just looked at each other like, like we can't fail him, but he also didn't meet the requirement. Uh-huh. And I got really upset that we like talked about it to the whole class of like, look, culturally, this is who we are, right? Yeah. We we give each other a hard time. We're huge shit talkers, bro. Big time. In a positive way. Well. It comes from a good place. Right. But well, it comes from. Well, for some <laughs> of us, I think they, you know, you know who that is, that Theo that, you know, he's doing it. I see muy chingón. Look at you now, though. Oh, God. Hey, callate, cabrón. But, and, and we talked about it because it, I, I think for some of us that maybe aren't as thick skinned, it creates like a, a little bit of anxiety and like hesitation and maybe your confidence isn't as, as strong as it could be. And then for others, I think that's what gives them all the confidence in the world, right? But it was like one of those moments where we saw it firsthand how it affected someone, not in a positive way, you know? And, and I think just being conscious of that too, because we do that to ourselves. And so when I say it, don't compare yourself, I guess I mean that that aspect of comparing <laughs> ourselves because I, I think learning from each other, asking each other questions and resources, which is I think one of the things I appreciate most about this group and, and all of the people I think in my life right now are people that when I need help or I have a question, I can reach out. They're there. And, and they're there. You know, they, they give me that time and they share their wisdom. And, and I feel like that's also what it's about. And I think we touched on that last time of, just being a team, you know, it's not a one man. It isn't. As much as you want it to be all on your shoulders, yeah. There's benefits to delegating and taking shit off of your shoulders. Absolutely. You know, man? Because, I mean, one, freedom of like time. Yeah. Time is fucking precious, dude. That's a commodity that you can't get back. Once you fucking start like spending time like in a, in a way that's not productive, it's like, yeah, pake. You know, it's like, I'm not going to get any of this back. Yeah. Bro, we're a lot the same. And this podcast has given me the opportunity to like surround myself with more people. Because I've, ta- I've talked to a lot of like now professors, yeah. you know, people in education, other business owners, um, artists. And it's like, fuck, I have the, the same kind of people are always coming in and I want to talk to. And I'm like, well, I guess those are the kind of people I look to and I want to be more like. And I'm learning. Because people always ask, why do you fucking do that? Do you think people want to hear your stupid podcast? I'm like, <laughs> and, I, and I tell them, did you ever stop to think I don't do this fucking podcast for you, bro? Like, like yeah. maybe I do this podcast like as a, because I've never been to therapy, you know, and I, and I always joke around nice. with it. And it's like, maybe I do this podcast because it helps me get shit off my chest yeah. that I normally wouldn't be able to get off my chest. Exactly. And that's what I tell me. I tell wife, he's like, I do this podcast like also as like a, a running dialogue, a running journal for, for my boys, you know? Nadie es eterno en este mundo, dog. You know, no. everything has its expiration date, and you don't know when it is. It fucking, it could happen at any time. M- now more than ever, it's real. You know, like you, you know, you can get ill, and you know, pass, game over, boom. That's it. You know, so and I told wife, it's like, if anything, like one, I enjoy talking to people. You know, and and it helps me like just kind of be a better communicator, which means better listener, getting my point across and listening to other people. Two. If something happens to me, like, the kids will be able to, and it sounds stupid, bro, but I mean, like, the kids can go and be like, oh, look, dad had a fucking podcast. 
and they can start and we're like 70 shows in now since we started which is retarded it's crazy bro like how many shows we've done but it's like the kids can go from day one to like current and be like oh shit daddy was about this daddy was yeah. about that you know and like it's second to are. like a video journal i feel like a an, an audio journal is just as good you know yeah. like they'll be able to like know things about me that otherwise they wouldn't know you know you talk about being a shit talker i'm a big shit talker you know and and, and i tell glasses like i don't like to sh- shit on people i don't like to talk like crap to people like for real because i go in i i don't, I don't have like a it, oh it's it, it's warm the water's warm <laughs> you know it's either it's, it's it's off or it's fucking scorching you know and that yeah. was like i attribute that to being younger and always being like fucked with like in my family my cousins were i, I was the one that always got fucked with you know like yeah. i was a little runt i was a little everything nah look at you pinchy white boy with your fucking milk skin and she they used to call me uh, leche mayonnaise oh, i was like and, and yeah and i was little like i didn't know how to defend myself bro and i didn't have like older brothers you know it was yeah. me and my younger sister so my cousins would fuck with me and i'm like all right and i just took it so obviously my my skin became thicker you know yeah. and then i got to to elementary school and i remember the exact moment somebody was fucking with the size of my ears because my ears were huge and my head was smaller back then my head's big now motherfucker. <laughs> so i grew into them years <laughs> but i had a little fucking journal like one of those little uh uh little notebooks a little turquoise notebook and i would write down what people would say to me you know it would be my little like release like oh, this motherfucker said this so if this guy says i have big ears I can respond by saying this, 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 this. Nice. Okay, cool. He scripted it out, bro. I was, I don't know if that's like a, a an illness <laughs> or some sort of like deficiency in my personality, but yeah, I had a notebook and when people would shit on me, I would write down, this is what they're going to say. This is what I'm going to, this is going to be my retort to that. Yeah. I would almost like goat people into, all right, go ahead, fuck with me, dog. Say this, boom. And I would unleash like four or five comebacks on them and just be like, all right, you're done next and then like all right and somebody else would come up the next day or a week later and be like oh yeah well look at you with your big ass teeth and oh you're missing the two when's it i'm like what like what and i'll be like boom done can't see again and eventually nobody fuck with me <laughs> eventually like everyone's like ah, i don't fuck with steve boy. pinchy steve you, you fuck ready. with him that you motherfucker, ready. yeah that motherfucker, he's gonna he's gonna come at you and it's not gonna end pretty you're just gonna get mad so yeah eventually nobody fuck with me but eventually yeah. that turned into me becoming like oh yeah well fuck you for no reason like Unwarranted, oh, I would come out and people dang. like I'd go back on my cousins the and be like, well, we're "Yeah, I was like, now I got the arsenal, <laughs> now I got the arsenal, and I'm gonna let you have it." So yeah, like now my cousins are like they're around me like, "Calma te pinches tibio. we're not kids no more." I said, "Yeah, bitch," because when we were kids, I was the one getting bullied, and I was like, "So now I fucking flip the tails," and I'm like, <laughs> and then, "Hey, wait, somos adultos, you can't punk me like that no more." But dad, you're a fucking dad. I said, "I know, not in front of my kid. Yeah, I ain't punking you in front of everybody. It's just you and me right now." That's so I mean, hilarious. like, for me, that's what created me to have like thicker skin and mascarillo. But I mean, I do yeah. it, and then I can tell glasses. Like, I'm a carrillo, but I do it like it comes from a good place. Until I know it's like, oh, it's game Can time. You see him crying. All right, it's game. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> tell me this, because when we were little, nothing made you want to cry more than somebody telling you that you're ah, oh, you're gonna cry. Yeah, it'd be like, you can't, you can't no puede. <laughs> yeah, dude. As soon as like my cousins or we would fuck with somebody, be like, el vato quiere llorar, quiere llorar. As soon as I started hearing that, like I'm like, fuck, I wasn't mad, but now I'm pissed. Like, <laughs> yeah. Keep telling me that. So yeah, it's like we come from a, a cultural, a cultural background where it's like not only accepted to shit on somebody else, it's encouraged. And it's almost like yeah. built into us. It's like second nature, like Chivato, Like, you know, it's like it's just like 
do you? If that's gonna make you happy, be happy. You know? Yeah. Be better. This is the time to better ourselves. Yes. More than anything. <laughs> Let's get better. And I, I think one one other thing that I wanna highlight that you mentioned is this idea of therapy, you know, and whether you see a professional or not, our ability to talk, you know, and get things off our chest and, and just express ourselves what whatever you're going through, whether it's a problem or an emotion, you know, like like having that and I think modeling that for our kids is so important. You know, because one of my friends the other day was telling me, he's like, man, like back in the day when a friend would come over and say, hey, I want to go, you know, let's go get drunk or let's go do this. They really were saying, I need to talk I need to about talk something. To somebody. Yeah. You know, and, and the way he says it, it's like, damn, like that's still happening today. Yeah. Like what you got on you your know, mind. And how do we, yeah. And how, as a friend, how can we be the one that says, yo, like what's that? What's going on? Talk to me. Uh-huh. You know, like before we do that, uh-huh. what's going on? You know, and and I think as culturally, hopefully, like that's starting to shift in in more of us as men. Because I think it's a. It's Do you think a it's a weakness? Do you think people view it as a weakness as in our culture? Oh, I, absolutely! Yeah. Hell yes, yeah, man. Because I, I mean, I think my dad was always cool with me. I don't think I can't remember a time where he said like you know man up or you know no llores like. I, but I never saw him cry. You know, I didn't see those emotions from him. But I, I think, yeah, like machismo is real, you know, like that still exists in how we how we treat ourselves, how we treat each other, how we treat women, you know, our kids. And I've seen it in myself at times. They're like, oh, don't cry, you know, get up. Like, and now I, I push myself to like, if my kids are crying, like, hey, don't don't hide your face. Like, it's okay to cry because my kids want they'll cry and then they cover themselves. They don't want anybody to see them. Which I think it was maybe more like a human reaction. Yeah, for sure. But I, I try to tell him like, yo, like it's cool. It's cry. normal. You see me cry, like, okay. It's emo. She wept you at all, You want to lay down? Lay down. Not, let me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> no, but you know, I'm the guy that like we're watching a movie and that that scene hits and tears. What movie? You know, shut up. What movie? Pretty much any any movie. Pretty Woman. No, no, no. Pretty Woman. What's the last movie you like, Let me right see. In. The last one. Um, damn, what was it? Oh, we watched, uh, it's a new, it's, I think it's a Disney movie. Um, they're like, it's, it's like an enchanted world. No sé. It just came out. Uh-huh. They just came out with it last week. Oh, okay. Um, but there's like these characters, they live like in an enchanted universe where there's magic. And it's these two boys, their father died. You know, but there's a spell that could bring them back for a day, 24 hours. Manches, so, like, I think those are called mushrooms. <laughs> I think those are mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> and as the movie was going, I, like I got all teary eyed and, and my son kept looking at me like, you know, what's up with dad? You know, and he came over and gave me a hug. Oh, and, that's awesome. That's awesome. And so I have those moments of like where, where things get to me. Like I'm real sensitive. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a shit talker. Go ahead. I'm also a little sensitive. Yeah, that's a, ooh, you know, so I know, I know my limits. Uh-huh. I know when to stop. I know when, okay, I know I'm going to get mad. So I better stop I now. Better take a step back. You know, and, and I guess that's what I'm trying to teach my son of, of know the limits. Yeah. Because once you cross that with some people and even in friendships. There's no going back. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. Like it, it gets jaded, you know, yeah. or now you got that little bronca with someone yeah. that you're going to take it out somehow at some point, whether it's with words or, or something else. What's the something else? Guns. No, like oh, okay, with me fuck. and my okay, cousins, my like I had one cousin growing up. 
like he and I would always go at it. The closest one in age. Those are your best friends growing up. As, 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 yeah. as, as in our culture. But like we you know? we would wrestle on top of like car hoods. I you know, like going at it like serious. And that's the point I think we both realized like, whoa, like this is getting a little too uh-huh. like too much, you know. It's not just fun and games. Yeah, anymore. you want to hurt me, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And and I think that's also in our maybe our instincts are like that, right? Um but I, I think all of it comes down to like let's just talk. You know, did I hurt your feelings? Tell me that. And then I get I could apologize or make it better. And and there's nothing wrong with that because I do think even just saying that right now, I was like, oh man, people are gonna think like, you know, this or that. E? Exactly. E? E K. You know what I mean? Like I I'm the furthest thing from a machista, but I still have those like like those tendencies, like tough guy yeah, tendencies, of like course. you know, like I mean, all right, like especially because like, the dudes, the middle kids do jujitsu and they cry, they go, like, "Oh, why are you crying, bro? Like, just get up, you know." And like, yeah. the fight's not over, you know. I said, "Cry if you're gonna quit. Like, if you're gonna quit, then I'll, I'm gonna cry too, you know. Like, don't quit. Just if somebody hurt you, or if you, because my boys are competitive, man. And I'm yeah. no, like you were saying, I'm noticing that now more than ever. You yeah. know, they scrap at the house for no reason. Like anything <laughs> pops off, they'll just kind of be walking. Like one goes down the hall and they're in the living room and they kind of race to get the remote to watch whatever they want to watch. Ooh, and, then and then it's on. Oh, yeah, ding, bro. Ding, ding. Un vato quiere ver, kid noodle. Captain Underpants or the wimpy diary of a wimpy kid or whatever, yeah. you know? And if those, if they pass, the cross paths and they don't see eye to eye, it's on, bro. You know? And, and they don't stop. And, and who they get that from? My wife, bro. Really? Yeah. Like, and we've been noticing <laughs> that a lot. You know, because I'm Does competitive. She agree? Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, like, okay. like she's this just this morning, and she's like, "Damn, he's a lot like I was. Oh, he's damn. a lot like I was." You know, and I'm like, you know, and and I see him. I was like, I was never like that. <laughs> and my, she'll ask my my mom like, "Hey, was Stevie like that when growing up?" And my mom's like, "No, not as he." And my mom, my my wifey Crystal, she's like, "Ah, no way. He had to be like that." I'm like, "No, I'm an asshole now." I'm an asshole now because everybody pushed me to be a fucking asshole. Aww. So now I'm kind of like reverting back to like, they made me. Yeah, you, you see, look at me. You created this. So now I'm like taking a step back and be like, I can't be an asshole to everybody. I can be an asshole, but I shouldn't be an asshole to everybody. Like, yeah. you know, not everybody's coming at me. Always been my issue. I feel like everyone's coming for me. Everyone's coming for me. And that's my competitive side. And I see it in my kids. Yeah. And it's funny now because it's like, I want that. I want that competitive nature yeah, for them. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to completely absolve them from it. I don't want to scrub them, bleach them clean away no. from that. I'm like, nah, like you need that. It's a crazy yeah. world we live in. You know, not everybody's going to be as as good natured and like, ofrecerte una mano, ayudarte en cualquier pedo. And not everybody has that intention with you. And I don't yeah. want my kids that are so innocent and pure walking into every situation and being like, this guy's going to help me. This girl's going to be about yeah. this. Like, this person's going to do that. It's like, no, no, no. Like, don't walk up with both fists, like, guarding you at all times. Right. But just know, keep them at your side and be like, yeah. At any time, shit can happen. And I'm not going to let you fuck with me like that. You know? So it's a very thin line. I feel that yeah. you have to walk with my with your kids, with Absolutely. my kids. And it's like, it's like, all right, well, what am I going to do? You know? Because I'm yeah. not a machista, but I feel like there's certain rules that were instilled in us about when we were kids that I feel like I still want to pass on to them. Obviously, shit that we did in 1980, 1990, you know, <laughs> shit, even in 2000, like, that doesn't fly anymore, bro. Like, things yeah. like then, like, like earlier I said retarded. And then I thought about it, I was like, I said, oh, yeah. fuck, I can't say that, you know? It's like, and honestly, it, it means a different connotation to me, you know? And to me, it just means, like, something else. But now it's, 
it's yeah. taking like that literal term and like the literal sense and i'm like oh and i tell wife i gotta work on shit that i say because i just shoot from the hip like i'm i've been used to like my words are like machine guns like like i just spit it like if yeah. somebody comes at me it's like i'm gonna give it to you and still i get caught up with that and i've talked to glasses like shit i can't say that like i can't say that but then i talk to other people that listen to the shows like is that bad like no but like you're just talking normal you know it's like people walk around right now and, and and i feel like they they have a filter and they over filter themselves on like what they can and cannot say it's like just keep yourself real yeah. i know the the intent behind my words but it could often be misconstrued so that's why i want to work on it i don't i don't want to put myself in a corner and be like well this is what i meant for everything i say right you know well and i, I think you have the right perspective on it because you're not I think there are people in this world that say things for the effect. Whereas I agree, like, I think in the time that we grew up, there was a lot of things a lot that of we shit, said bro. to each other a lot. that you can't say anymore. Yeah. And, and it's interesting because as Have teachers, you stopped saying certain words completely, removed them from your vernacular? Um, for the most part, uh -huh. but I still have my moments where... Like, it, it, they just happen, you know? And, and depending on who I'm with, sometimes I let it fly and, yeah. and other times i acknowledge it and, and apologize like oh my bad i shouldn't have said that and i think typically like people are like oh like i ah, don't trip like yeah. we we know but i still like to <laughs> you're say you're in the it. safe zone <laughs> yeah but i still like to acknowledge it no for sure because I, I think like you said sometimes mm -hmm. things I, I think now especially in a day and age when you could be recorded and you don't even know you're being recorded right now so careful brother oh wait this this is on this is real <laughs> But I, I think those moments are the ones where people get screwed, right? Because yeah. they they didn't know, they don't have the opportunity to explain. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah for And sure. then they're in that zone of now you are explaining, which makes it worse. Yeah, right. And that's one thing. Also, oh, you think it's fine to say it in this exactly. situation. Also, oh, you think I'm like, goddamn. And everything nope. <laughs> can get spinned in yeah. any which way, right? See way. Yes, it's algo that with the students in particular, the young men. I try to talk to them a lot about that. You know, think about how you speak, how you express yourself, what you put out there. Times have changed. And and I think in some ways it's unfair, you know, for, for young men today. But on the other hand, I think it's also like just be responsible. Like yeah. know, know where you're at, know who you're with. And there's a time and place for everything, you know. And, and I, I think if you keep that perspective, it's not that you can't or you can't ever but I think you just got to know who you're with and, and make sure those people know who you are too, right? Because sometimes like like kids, man, nowadays kids, teenagers say everything yeah. and anything they to really? anybody. They don't give a fuck? And it's like, bro, like I'm your, I'm the dean of students. Like I'm not your friend. Uh -huh. And I have to tell kids that sometimes like, hey, like don't forget I'm an adult. <laughs> don't forget you're who you're talking to. <laughs> like it's not a power thing. But like you have to know there's there's a line, there's a fine line here that you can't cross. Is it because you feel like they're more um, accustomed to doing everything like in front of a keyboard? Are they keyboard warriors? Like where they feel like I can I, I say whatever the fuck yeah. I want because what are they going to do? Hit me from the other side of my phone, from the other side of my laptop, from the other side of the PlayStation controller? Like I think that might have a lot to do with it, like uh, social media, you mm -hmm. know, being able to post instantly. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've had kids that, 30 minute videos talking about a situation with other students, you know, so like a full on talk show Jeez. episode. And so I think their ability to go online and, and just boom, put it out there limits like their, their, their ability to process like 
what are they saying? How is it going to be received? What am I really saying? And is it worth it? Yeah. You know, and we've and, lost that. Yeah. And so now <laughs> when they're face to face, like, yeah, I don't think, uh, and it's not all of them, you know, I think some of them just don't realize that, yeah, like that's inappropriate, you know, and I don't know, man, I, I see it so much that you see it in person. Yeah. You see it like live and direct, you know, that's fucking crazy. Right. You know? and, and I'm seeing the kids at school. I don't know who they are at home. Exactly. You know, I don't know who yeah. they are with their yeah. friends. Like, that's just what I see. Are they better? Are they worse? I don't know. Like the homie Carlos Paez from B-Side Players. Yeah. He has a song called Mascaras, bro. And I listen yes. to that song and I'm like, it's exactly what this is. Because you don't know what mask people wear in different groups, you know? Absolutely. And it's like, just be yourself. I'm, yeah. too, I'm, I'm I'm myself to a fault, bro. Like I don't I don't um I don't morph myself into the group I'm in. I just kind of I feel like my personality sometimes blends <laughs> with everything. I can kind of roll within the herds, different tribes, and be like, "Hey, what's up? Hey, what, what up?" I I don't I don't try to fake the funk. Like who I am is what I am, and I feel like that's what I want to tell the kiddos. I'd be like, just be yourself, man. If people don't yeah. accept you for who you are, then those aren't the people you want to be around. You know, like yeah. If you got to constantly be changing your mascara for like when they have girlfriends and they're meeting their parents, if you got to constantly like change your fucking mask when you're talking to them or change your mask when you're talking to them. Cause I learned a long time ago, fuck all that, bro. Yeah. This is who I am. This is how I'm going to be. Take it or leave it. You know, and if you're going to leave it, I'm not going to feel bad about it, you know, cause I'm not going to change who I am to appease to your little fucking standards or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's just a crazy, it's, it's crazy. I'm old and I'm, I'm stuck in my ways, but yeah. I still have the fucking mentality that I need to address certain things. This is the time to do it. Absolutely. Let's do it. One more drink. Or yes, two of us. I have one more. All right. Let's wrap this motherfucker up. It was awesome to have you back in. A family man, a creator, yeah. a businessman, an educator. Fuck a renaissance man, bro. I'm trying, man. I'm trying to keep up with everybody else. Why? In that chat? No. Well, here's, <laughs> here's what I mean. Like, man, those dishes, fucking desserts. Like Jordan be posting. Jordan that. made some fucking flan, bro. He had like a steak one day, the flan the next day, arroz con leche. O sea, el vato todo. El vato está listo para casarse el viejo. I was like, damn, bro. Ladies. Someone's going to wifey your ass. He's like an bro. artist. Yeah. Has nice hair. He has stylish. Hair, bro. He's a stylish guy. Right? Yeah. Him yeah. and glasses are Get probably like the, the stylish guy. Oh, and I'll throw in The Bachelor. Yeah, bachelor yeah, yeah. too. Got, Those are like the three stylish player. dudes. El, el glasses, <laughs> el Jordan, and um, el pinche Alex. Those are like the the stylish dudes. Yeah. Everyone else, we struggle just to look mediocre, bro. Well, we we already impress somebody. That's, <laughs> That's what I told we're, my we're, we're, already, yeah, we're good. It's like I'm not trying to impress <laughs> anybody else. Like this is it. Yeah. Game set match, but at the same token, chicle. If we stop taking care of ourselves yeah, yeah, yeah. and trying to like woo our women on a daily basis. Oh, no, I'm still trying, baby. Adi, Adi, I'm trying Adi. to get, you know, buff. I, I signed up for the Spartan wait, wait, wait. for that. You want to be buff, bro? Hell yeah. Why? Why, Why not? I want to be like, I'm going to be lean. <laughs> I want to be lean. I feel like buff I is I want to have baggage. like a little, bit of, a little bit of muscle. Yeah? Maybe not buff. Cut. I don't, I don't know. know. What do you call it? I don't know. Buff to me was like, you can see a little bit of muscle. Do you want to be David Beckham or do you want to be Thor? Probably more on the David Beckham side. Right? Yeah. Acá bien metro, el vato, bien peinado, bien... Pipi's nice. Guapo. You know, calmate, champ. Guapo. Calmate. All right. Cheers to you, brother. Salucita. Celebrate this quarantine and healthy. Surround yourself with positive people and positive outlooks, man. Yeah. Thank you, guys. 
stay tuned for another Instagram live because I feel like that's going to be a new staple that we offer, bro. We're going to yeah. sit down and it'll be the Emo Brown happy hour, maybe once a week. We'll sit down for half an hour to an hour, but I'm going to have it more structured where I'm going to like have Chicle jump in. Boom. We'll talk to him for like 10 minutes. Then have Jordan jump in. Boom. Talk to him in 10 minutes. You know, have glasses come in. Boom. He'll be there with me. Yeah. And then just kind of have it like that. Read off the comments. Somebody has something to say and they want to be on their phone. We'll put them on there and we'll just do it like that. Interacting. Building our little community, yeah. The little community is building, bro. It's kind of cool. I kind of, I kind of more than like anything. It. That's what it's about mm-hmm. is building the community. And I think, like everything else we've said, is is taking advantage of this moment yep. and and growing it, right? And I think, again, you can't do it by yourself, right? Really? So someone else joining you that can be reading the comments, and it's a tag team. Oh, there it is, man. Let's do it. Chicle, take it easy, bro. Take it easy.